Okay, Perik Yud. Perik Yud, again, page 28 on the top of your Tanya. Is a, Perik Yud is a very, very holy Perik and Tanya. And the reason I say that is because Perik Yud is devoted to the Tzaddik. Um, you'll recall that the book of Tanya, the Altair, called the book of the Benini. Which literally, a Benini is the intermediate. Um, the Benini, as the Altair explains it in Tanya, is the Avoid of most people all their life. Most people who struggle um, at every, uh, every day, because there's an animal soul and a godly soul who are at this, uh, well, this eternal struggle for control of the body. And most people will never graduate that tr- struggle. It's always there. Even if we always do mitzvahs and we always overcome it, it's, which is great, but still it's always there. And that's why most people go under the category of bainani. There are, though, the select few that are tzaddikim, and there are those who are rishayim. Those are the two sides. Again, the bainani is the typical path for man, where a man is supposed to work on the, that, that basic struggle. But then there is the tzaddik and the, and the rasha. So really, in the, in the setup of Tanya, um, and we've gone through this a number of times, but in the setup of Tanya, in the first number of chapters, he's just building us this two, the two souls, how they work and what they're made up of. And that was chapter 2, 3, 4, 5 was the godly soul. 6, 7, and 8 was the animal soul. Again, we spent the last year of Wednesday nights going through this, uh, or 10 months. But we've gone through that. The godly soul is four chapters long. The animal soul is three chapters. The last chapter that we read <coughs> last week, chapter 9, deals with the struggle. The struggle, the uh, constant struggle of godly soul and animal soul. Chapter 10 deals with the tzaddik, the one who's able to, so to speak, graduate the struggle. And again, the unique people that don't struggle anymore. Because their godly soul has, so, has become so much stronger or so much uh, overcome the animal soul to the extent that the animal soul just doesn't, uh, doesn't pipe up anymore, doesn't have an opinion. That's the Tzadik. Chapter 11 is devoted to the Russia and talks about the different types of Rishayim. And then chapter 12 begins with the words Vehabainani, and that's where the Alphabet takes off. That's, where, that's, this, that's our life story, really 12 and on, 12, 15, 14, 15 and, and on is the Alphabet of the Bainani. But tonight, Recover the Yamaladas, we're dealing only with the Tzadik. Sure. Tonight's Avaita is the Avaita of the Tzadik. But the, the interesting and important thing is that whenever we learn anything, we have to find how in some way it's Negeat each, each and every person. Even when we're talking about the Tzadik Gomer, which is like, you know, Rabshim Bar Yuchai, we don't learn anything in Torah that's merely in the abstract. Just in order to know that there was someone, some great Tzadik, it's always in some way related to us as well. So even when we're talking about the highest levels, and even when we're talking about the lowest levels. It's incumbent on us to figure out what does that mean to me as well. Okay, that's a hakdama. That's a uh, introduction. So Perik Yud is going to be dealing with the tzaddik. You could switch from being the tzaddik, correct? Yes, yes, you can. You're not just born in tzaddik. No one's born in tzaddik. Um, you work yourself out to be a tzaddik. According to Tanya, not every person w- will ever attain tzaddik. Not every person might even be able to attain tzaddik. Mm-hmm. Now, a person might be born with the mission of being a bainani. And every day struggling and every day overcoming their struggles. And in fact, not only is that possible, that's probable. Most people are meant to be a man. IQ is a great example. Like not everyone's born brilliant. Right. Done deal. Right. And, and really, really, it's not just IQ. It's almost everything. People are born differently. And you know, to say that everyone can reach the same place is just is just a uh, 20, silly. It's a silly statement. Classic twenty seventeen. Yeah, but it's silly. You know, you have a classroom, your teacher in a classroom, and you tell the kids that everyone can do everything, and everyone can get 100, and everyone can be the same. It's not true. Every person is different. Every person is very different. Now, every person can excel at something, 
and every person has a mission, and every person is special, that's true. But that every person is going to be the same, or can be the same, or is supposed to be the same, is instead. It's not an So Hashem creates certain persons, people, with the ability to be a tzaddik. And um, the, the generation needs the inspiration of tzaddikim. But most people, that's not their goal. You know, to be a, to be a yid, to be a bainani, to always fulfill my mitzvahs, to never do averis, that, that's obtainable to every yid. Can I ask you, there seems to be so few tzaddikim in the whole Torah, you mean people who their name became connected to Lord Hatzadeh? Right, right. Why, why is it, um, you know, we don't say, we don't say Avrama being Hatzadeh. No, no. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean they weren't on the level of Hatzadeh. For whatever reason, the name Sadiq became like associated with certain people specifically. Um, that's an interesting point. I don't know the reason for that. Um, there's no doubt that we look at much of them as being dealt with Sadiq and Anakani and so on. You know, whether they have that you know, adjective or not, so, I don't know. I don't know the shot. But uh, also the Sadiq of like Noah, that's completely different than the Sadiq of what the yeah, Tzadik yeah, are, right? Yeah, yeah. Certain people, for again, Moshe is known as Moshe Rabin. You know, there's other features also. Aaron is known as Aaron Akoni. There's other Akoni. Um, and certain people, the name Sadiq stuck by the name. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but I don't know what. And that, I don't think that that's reflective of this uh, period, of this concept. Um, one more important point before we start reading the period. In Perik Aleph, in chapter 1, the Alter brought a Gemara. That when the Gemara broke down the basic levels of people, they talked about two types of Sadiq. A Sadiq Gomor and a Sadiq She'enu Gomor. The complete Sadiq and the incomplete Sadiq. Or in other words, from a different Gemara, Tzadik V'toivlei versus a Tzadik V'ralei. The Tzadik the Tzadik, and um, literally it's good to him, that's the Tzadik Gomer, the complete Tzadik, and the Tzadik She'ini Gomer, which is the incomplete Tzadik. So this Perik is really a study of the two types of Tzadikim. The complete, perfect Tzadik and the incomplete Tzadik. Now it's important to understand, the common denominator of both of these people, whether the Tzadik Gomer or the Tzadik She'ini Gomer, is that they don't struggle anymore. That's why they're a tzaddik. And tzaddik means, again, that the animal soul is battle, is nullified. So, but nevertheless, one is a tzaddik goma, one is complete and one is incomplete. And the Altair is going to explain that. What's At the, the level of after they don't fight anymore, what's their next growth? So listen, not everything can I reveal. <laughs> um, and I don't know, uh, aside from not being able to reveal, it's interesting to note, this sefer is called Sefer Shalbanenim. The Alter Rebbe also wrote a sefer called Sefer Shel Tzadikim. That didn't become a bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> Not only didn't become a bestseller, after it was written, the Alter Rebbe was visited by one of the other Talmidei Hamagit, one of his colleagues, and that was the Shpaler Zayda. And the Shpaler Zayda came to the Alter Rebbe and he says, I see, Baruch HaKadosh, obviously, that you wrote a sefer Shel Tzadikim. The world is not worthy of it, and therefore I will ascend to heaven together with it. That was what he said, and he left. And a short time later, the Shpala Zeta passed away in Shpala. And at that same time, a fire broke out in Liadi, and that Sefer got burnt up. So that was part of the Sefarim where they were, they were lost. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. So the Shpala, the Shpala Zeta had told out the Rebbe, this Sefer, the world can't handle the Sefer, and I'm going to go to heaven together with the Sefer. So the book of Sadiqim obviously was not meant for circulation. I assume that Sadiqim don't need books. They know what to do. But I don't know what to tell you. By a Sadiq, it's to avoid an alias in Kedusha from level to level. 
Whereas in the Bainani, most people, it's a struggle of Kedusha and Klippa and back and forth, Gashmi, Sruchmias. That's how they, you know, so to speak, so to speak, graduated that. It's Aliyah, so one level, another level, higher level. And Sadiqim is many levels. We'll see in this period. The Rebbe discusses this, the level of Sadiq uh, from a place of knowing it. And he says, and he talks about the incomplete and the complete Sadiq. We'll see soon how he, how he defines the difference between them. If you see Sefer Shul Sadiqim on eBay, we know it's false. <laughs> it's a different one. It's a different one. It's not, it's not the original. Period. Unless you're learning eBay, doing eBay in a different world or something. I don't know if they have eBay. What's it called? The Amazon ones are called the books. Period. Hine kisha odom magbir nafsheolikis. When a person strengthens his godly soul, nilcham kol kach imabahamis, and he battles so much with the animal soul, ad shemegarish umivair harashedo, to the extent that he was megarish. They say he uh, he sent away and destroyed the bad michalal hasmoli from the left ventricle of the heart, as we read in the earlier prakim that that's where the headquarters of the animal soul is, in the heart, in the left side of the heart. K'meshikosav, as the pasuk says, v'yarto harami kirbecha. The pasuk says that you should remove, you should destroy bad from amongst you. Now the pasuk, in simple level, is talking about bad people, but in a previous chat, v'yarto harami kirbecha means to remove the bad from within ourselves. Right? Plus, it's talking about murderers. To, 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 to kill a murderer, they should put to death. Take away the bad from within you. But Pneumius means that when we get rid of the bad within ourselves. Oh. However, there is a massive where the bad, I'm able to nullify the bad, but the bad hasn't yet been transformed to good. Which means it's not evident. I don't feel it. I don't feel bad desires, negative desires. But I haven't totally transformed the bad to good. That's the essence of the tzaddik she'enoi gomer. That the bad is not yet totally transformed. As he explains. The person has been able to overcome the bad to the extent that it's not, again, it doesn't express itself in any way. But it hasn't yet been fully transformed. That's, this, that's the incomplete tzaddik. Or the tzaddik vira loy, in the words of the Gemara. The tzaddik literally means tzaddik and has bad to him. What does that mean? He still has some little bit, some trace of bad left, in the left side of the heart. Ella, it's only is totally subservient and nullified to the good. Because of, the, because of its smallness. That the, the bad within the Sadiq is so minuscule that it seems that it's gone. But the truth is, if all of the bad would have totally left, it would have been entirely transformed to good. An interesting concept. So you have a person, a yid, whose avoid has been so strong that he never has a yitzahar anymore. Never feels, never has a bad desire. Sounds like he's doing pretty good, but yet... He's doing pretty good. And yet, the Alter says, but it's, it's incomplete. Now, the shadow is, how do you know? Like, how, what's the difference between something that I don't feel at all, so I don't know that it exists, versus someone who you say, no, it's already been totally transformed. So interestingly, he gives a very interesting simon. Um, what's the word simon? A very interesting sign. sign, way of discerning. Is it totally gone or not? 
And he says that there is two types of people who, when they see something bad, don't want it. One person totally doesn't desire the bad thing. Doesn't, doesn't talk to me at all. Another person is actually disgusted by it. And hates it. Now, Tereba says, when there's hate and disgust, that means that I'm 100% rid of it. It's not only that I don't actually, you know, consciously want it. It hurts me to have it. It, dis- it disgusts me. That's when there's no ra left whatsoever. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, he says, when a person is in a matzah that, yeah, I don't want bad. I don't have any, I don't fight, I don't have a desire for bad. But it's not disgusting to me. It's not, I hate it. Then it's not complete. And that's what he says. The, the Pasik says, the Pasik says that we say it in Kabbalah Shabbos. Exactly, exactly. We have, here's another time. Yeah, really there's more time. Really <laughs> really I listen. I said, which means those who truly love Hashem, not only they don't do bad, not only they don't actually do it, not only they don't desire it, they have a, they have a hatred for it. Because commensurate with how much you love something is you hate that which stands against it. So true Ava means that I hate anything against it. When, when you truly love your son, daughter, wife, father, mother, whatever, and someone really, really hurts them, so you, you hate that. Commensurate with the love is the hatred. The Tzadik Gomer hates Hashem, it loves Hashem with such a totality that anything that goes against Hashem, he hates and is disgusted by. And if there isn't that sinna, that means even if he doesn't have a desire for it, there's something, some trace left of it. And that's what he says over here. He says, in three and a half lines from the bottom, on page 28, Beer in the explanation of this is Kihine Sadi Gom complete Sadi Shinepa Harasha Lilatoiv that the bad within him is transformed to good. Vilochin Nikra Sadik Vitoivloi, that's why it's called the Tzadik and it's good to him. In other words, that there's no bad whatsoever. So who al Yidei has Soras Habigodim Hatsoyim Ligamri Mehara. That's through removing totally the soil, the dirty garments from the bad. What does that mean? Let me explain quickly. What does it mean to remove the soiled garments? Yeah, they have Torah this week. So what does it mean? What does it mean? It means like this. The Nefesh is the animal soul, at its very essence, is what? What's the most essential trait of the animal soul? The power of Taiva. Desire. The power of all everything is desire. Now, is desire bad? No. No? Desire can be wonderful. Depends what I'm desiring. But the animal soul's desire is enclosed in garments that are bad. In other words, what does the animal soul desire? Gashmistic things, physical things, materialistic things, animalistic things. That's our natural desire. But if we're able to remove every last garment of the, of the garments that enclose the desire of the animal soul, then that passion and desire can be in other words, if we're able to remove it all, take away every external thing that my, my desire is enclosed in, my desire can be 1,000% for Hashem. That's the Tzadik Omar. There's nothing negative left. There's only the, the raw power of desire used for Abbas Hashem. So that's what he says. He says, when the Tzadik Gomer has removed totally the soiled garments from the bed, the Hainu, 
he reaches the level to be totally disgusted in the pleasures, the again the materialistic desires of this world, to have tainug from Elam Hazat with the regular tainug, the regular again physical materialistic desires. I'm turning the page to on the top now is page Tesvav. The regular way people like enjoy eating to fulfill the type of my goof. But the Tzadik Gomer has no interest, has no desire for any type of Nafra Hashem. Because all forms of Taiva of desire that are not directly connected to Hashem are Nimsha from Klippa. They come from Klippa. The whole Anything that comes from the sitra achra, literally the other side, the complete tzaddik hates it with the ultimate hatred, because of the tremendous love that the tzaddik feels for Hashem and the kedusha of Hashem, with the tremendous Abba, which we discussed last week, called the Abba of Tainug, the Abba of his pleasure that he has in the Lakus and godliness. The Chiba Yisair, an extra love, Hanal, as we explained earlier. So because of his tremendous love and desire and passion for Hashem, anything that's not connected to Hashem, he's totally disgusted by. Ki That's a Pasuk in Shayo. Pasuk in Shayo says, Hashem created everything, two, uh, two sides, two sides of the coin. So is my love in godliness or in Velt or in the world? If it's, and they're, they're not going to be both complete. Like we, we learned last week, the Pasuk, that, that, that Rivka Imenu was told either Esav or Yaakov they don't coexist they're not best friends they're never best friends and the same thing is in a person's heart either my Av is devoted to Elokus to godliness or my Av is devoted to the worldly and if one is more the other is less and if one is complete the other is totally done and that's the Tzadik Gomer the one is complete and the other doesn't exist whatsoever like David Amalek says in Tehillim, Tachlis Sina Sinesim Lo'ivim Hoyuli. David says about the Rishoyim, that the Rishoyim, I hate them with the ultimate hatred. They're my enemies. Hashem, look in and know my heart and you'll see. What was he saying, look into my heart? To know that the hatred is fully L'Shem Shemayim. Not like some people I hate, you know, I say I hate Rishayim, but I just hate people in general. <laughs> and I, I'm happy with their Rishayim, so it fits my hatred. No, Dalai Lama said, Be'emes, I don't hate anything. But anything that's against Hashem, I hate Be'emes. Right, I think we discussed once, once upon a time, who is the one? They had to write, the, the Shmanesra was 18 brachas, right? They had to add one, a 19th. The one which is really a curse for the informers, and the, it was really the early Christians and so on. So who wrote it? So it says, excellent, it says, the Beis Dina of Rabbi Gamliel. But Rabbi Gamliel commissioned who specifically to write Balaam al-Shinan. So you're saying Shmuel HaKotan. Why Shmuel HaKotan? From all the tzaddikim, why was Shmuel HaKotan the one who's commissioned to write Balaam al-Shinan? Could have been any side. So it says, because what's Shmuel HaKotan famous for? So you look at Pirkei Avis. Every Pirkei Avis said, Hu HaYoyimur, Hu HaYoyimur. This one said, this one said. When it says in Pirkei Avis, someone would say something. I mean, he said many things. What do I mean, Hu HaYoyimur? But this was the thing that he lived with. This is the, he didn't just say this once. He said this every day. So when you look at the Pirkei and you find what does Shmuel HaKotan say? 
I'm sorry? Excellent. Bucky. When your enemy falls, don't be happy. So here, Rabbi, there's a kasha right away. Mepharshim asks, Shmuel HaKotten said that? It's a pasuk. Bin-foil oyev chaltismach is a pasuk. I don't think Shmuel HaKotten would say it. But that's the chat. He lived that pasuk. All of us say psukim. But he didn't just say that pasuk. He lived it. So which pasuk did he live? That when your enemy falls, don't rejoice. Meaning, you don't ever find personal gratification in the fall of another. Oh, such a person, correct, Vila Malshinah. Because when he's writing, asking for the downfall of Rav Mashinim, it's not because he has a personal vendetta. It's not because they bothered him because they hurt his feeling. It's because he's not shy to that. But He doesn't take any personal pleasure. It's fully L'Shem Shemayim. Only a person who's fully L'Shem Shemayim could say that the Lamashinim should fall, should be cursed. Because there's nothing personal. That's what David HaMelech said. Look into my heart. It's nothing personal. It's because these people stand against Hashem. They stand against Hashem's kingdom in the world. So therefore, I have the ultimate hatred for them. Because David is a Sadi Gomer. So David Malach is a Sadi Gomer. Like it says, which Pasuk says that David Malach had no Yitzhar Hur at all? The Libi Cholol Bikirbi in Tehillim. Perik of Tanya. David was able to say, I have no Yitzhar Hur anymore. It's gone. Disappeared. Zero. So Bimela, such a person, Tachlis Sinas Anesim. If I have nothing, no desire for the world, it's fully for Hashem. Anything that stands against that, there's the tachlis asina. So the Devon Melech would have liked to learn Tanya. <laughs> I have no idea, I have no, uh, no uh, question that he knew it well. It says, <laughs> And like the, and commensurate with the greatness of love for Hashem, <laughs> In the same way is the great hatred for Sitrachara, Vahamius bara bitachlis and to be disgusted totally by that which is evil, ki hamius who hepech ha'av emamesh hasina. Disgust is the opposite of love, just as hatred is the opposite of love. Because hatred and disgust are very different types of feelings, but they're both the opposite of love. When I love something, I'm disgusted by what goes against it, and I'm, I hate whatever stands up against it. So David Amalek, who's the shlemus of Ava, has the sina and has the mius. The difference between hatred and disgust. What's the difference between hatred and disgust? I mean, in, in natural, I think these are feelings that we can relate to. Um, it, we need to like uh, quantify exactly where this one ends and this one begins. But um, disgust is like a sickness. You feel sick. Disgust is something that just makes me. It's, uh, it's disgusting to, me to look at the feel. But I think he's also he's also translating hatred and disgust not in the definition how we translate it versus if we got mud all over the car and it's disgusting or something. He's translating it as opposed to if you stand for something and someone goes against it, that type of disgust. The disgust like. You go against what I stand for. It's a different type of disgust. I'm like even the hatred, the hatred that I have for something, for the hatred they have against someone who goes against what I stand for. It's a different type of hatred. So I think if you translate disgust in its basic format of like something that's disgusting versus the disgust that you have for someone who literally goes against what you stand for, it's like it's a deeper disgust. It's um, it's not surface level. It's much more internal. I read. Where did I read? There was once a big, uh, 
Chassid Tzadik, he came to a home, and the, the person who was, was trying to, you know, chatter him, was trying to bother him. So this Chap- guy wasn't Chaplet? so... <laughs> what is that? He said Chaplet's his neighbor. Chaplet is his neighbor. It's coming later. Yeah, the bother. So what did he do? And this other guy wasn't really so from So he had one of his daughters walking through the room, not seeing just... Not just seeing just... Here's the Tzadik sitting there. Tzadik took one look. He threw up. Oh, no, that's, that's what I was saying for no, this guy. That's... It's not a question, will I do that later or not? <laughs> that's a great. Uh, it's, it's disgusting to me. And that Veda is, is disgusting to me. That's the famous statement of Cohen always talks about in the show. I forgot which um, European great realm that came to America for the first time. And, and they saw a television. This goes back to the 50s. And there was a Western movie on. And somebody got shot. So he says at the time of the scuttle, he vomited on the spot. Exactly like you're saying. When you saw that some there was this action of like murder on the TV screen, it was disgusting to him that he just. He 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 um he couldn't take it. <laughs> I had a chaver in my class, not a big godel, but a chaver in my class. That they took the class to to the library and they showed him a uh, uh, old old movie and they saw the president was shot. Which president was shot? Kennedy. Well, Kennedy. Sure, sure. saw they saw him Kennedy shot and he fainted. Uh-huh. He pushed him in the floor of the floor of the uh, of the, um, the library where they showed him. He was a kid. He's gone. <laughs> Anyhow, so that's the. So that's the Sadi Gomer. By the Sadi Gomer, there's the Shlemus of Av and the Shlemus of, uh, the of getting rid of any trace of that Yetzirah, of, of Nefshah Bahamas, to the extent that anything that goes against it, not only is he not going to do it, not only doesn't have the desire to do an Aveda, but to the contrary, he's actually, as we said, disgusted by the, by the thought of doing an Aveda and hates anything that stands in the way of Hashem. That's the Sadi Gomer. Tzadik, Sheini Gomer, Tzadik, it's inco- the incomplete Tzadik. Let's remember, I always remember who we're talking about. The incomplete Tzadik is a person who never has a desire to do an Aveda. We're talking about a Tzadik. But he's not the complete. What's Sharala? That there's Ra there, but it's Loik. It's, it's bottle to him. There's still something there, but it's bottle, and therefore it doesn't express itself. So what's a, a Tov, a, a Tzadik Vitov? That there's only Tov there. The, the Ra that used to be there was transformed to Tov. It's not that there's good or bad happens to him. That's, that's what Pashtun Pshat the, According to one Pshat, Tariq Tov has a good life and Tariq has a bad life. But according to Primius, it means Ra that there's still some Ra there. It's just bottled to him. Versus Tov that the Ra that was there was transformed to Tov. No, okay. Wow, what does it mean that the Ra is bottled to him? But how, Yeah, how could it be bottled to him but it still be there? Because what I mean, something is so small that you don't take. If you have something, uh, a little something sweet in a, in, in like in, in halacha, you have a little bit of milk and a big parachon. So it's but it means it's bottle bimi utay. The quantity is so small, so therefore it's okay. It doesn't give any ne- negative tam and even taste. But I was gonna say it's not there. So you, it that, is there. It's you, not, it didn't ch- turn into meat. So the tanya based al is explaining that that is considered a tzaddik. If, yes. if you're if you're a tzaddik and you have a little bit of rub, it's mamish mashu. It's so bottled that it's not. It doesn't express itself in any way. To the extent that you might not know, you might think, you not think it's there anymore. That's why he has to give his simon. He says, "How do you know that it's still something?" And therefore, he doesn't have the ultimate meals, the ultimate disgust of it. As soon as there's more Tanya's, another one? There's one right here. 
Alright, you guys keep it. It's not gonna bite you. <laughs> I open it up and I get rid of it. No, I open it up and I look at Rabbi Silver. And as long as the disgust and hatred is not complete, if there isn't the complete hatred, that means that there's got to be some trace of desire or pleasure there. No, it's a and the soiled garments of, uh, uh, have not been totally removed from the power of desire. And therefore it has not been totally transformed to good. Being that it still has some grasp. And as the animal soul is still there and has some grasp on those negative or soiled garments. It's, it's um, nullified because of its, because of its smallness. It's as if it's not there. That's why it's called again Sadik Viralay in the Altarebbe has these two words. The Ra is there, but it's bottle, it's nullified. Valkane, Gamma Havasi La Shemina Batahlis, and therefore his Ava is not perfect. That is the Sadik Sha'inigom. So this is how the Altarebbe defines the difference between the Sadik Gomer and the Sadik Sha'inigom. Now What's that? Um, are we, are we, what's the say? Are we going to learn until 9? I never have rain. That's what it said. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we started a little late. I mean, it's, it's 10 to 9. We go right there. Let's learn a few moments. Yeah, okay. So, Vihine says the Alter Rebbe, this Madrego, he breaks it down very, it's a, very fascinating. He says that the, the level of Sadiq She'ine Gomor is most Sadiqim. Most Sadiqim. In other words, again, let, let's always remember, we shouldn't get confused. Most people are not sadiqim. Most people are bainanim. Most people struggle. They struggle. Up, down, up, down, up, down. And that's the Seder. But then there are sadiqim. And sadiqim are very few. But within, but this Perik is focusing in on that select group of sadiqim. Right? So he says, in sadiqim, the, the majority, or even the vast majority of sadiqim are in the madrig of sadiq she'inugom. Which means that their ra, the bad that's there in the animal soul, is totally nullified. And it doesn't express itself, and they never have desires for bad, and they don't have to struggle with bad. But there's something there. It's not there, there isn't a complete transformation to the degree of the tzaddik gomor where there's the full sina and mius for anything around. Only there's like the, the one in a generation or two, three in a generation, as you'll discuss, that can attain that level of tzaddik gomor, where there's no ra whatsoever. Everything was transformed to good. Otherwise, he talks about many different tzaddikim and many different levels of bitul hara of the bad being bottled. And that's what he says now. Let's read inside. The hini madrigazu, this level of the tzaddik shenigomur, mischalekes lirevoves madrigas. This can be divided, subdivided into tens of thousands of madrigas. Beinian bechinas miut hara, hanishar meachas mearba yisaydes haroim. How little, you know, when you say there's a drop left, how, you know, a drop, there could be a lot of different sizes of drops. And how much is it from the Yisoyed Hamayim, Yisoyed HaRuach, Yisoyed HaEish, the different elements of the animal soul? Ubinin bitulei bimiyutai. How much, how is it bottled, when you say bottled bimiyut, even in halacha? How much do you need to have something that should be bottled um, in... Uh, so there's a bit, there's bitul, first of all, there's bitul bereif. 
which is just one and two, as long as there's two, two uh, verses one. There's bitl b'shishim. Sometimes in Allah you need bitl b'meya. Sometimes in Allah you need bitl b'masayim. Right? You learn Rambam, you see different types of halach, different types of iser, have different types of levels of how much, how minuscule it has to be in relation to the entire pack in order to be buffed. So all that is in gashmi, it's in food, but the same thing is in the soul. The same thing is in the ra that's in the nefesh. And that's what he says. Is it bottle one in sixty or one in a thousand or one in ten thousand? Okay, the many different sadikim that the Gemara discusses, that there are in the generations, these are many different levels in how bottle the ra is, how not, um, how not expressive, and how n- totally nullified the bad is. Kedisa be Gemara, like the Gemara says, the tamnesar. Just in the footnotes, he's bringing here 18,000 Sadiqim stand before Hashem. It's not clear from that Gemara. In one generation, in a number of generations, how many generations? But whatever it is, it discusses many different types of Sadiqim. Now, but who's, who represents a Tzadik Gomor in, in Gemara language? Back in the you know, the times of Tanoim and Amiroim, who's a tzaddik that amongst all the tzaddikim, we talk about him in a whole different level. What's the first example that comes to mind? Someone? Rav Shim Barichai. I said, you said Yosef. That's, I'm talking Tanoim and Amiroim. Rav Shim Barichai. Rav Shim Barichai himself said in the Gemara that I see many tzaddik, but the B'nai Aliyah, the ultimate Hemuatim are very few. And he goes through, and if it's two, it's my son and me. If it's one, it's me. Rav Shim Barichai said because these weren't, you know, for us, we think, oh, Gaiva. said these people are not Shaykh the Gaiva. He's talking to the Metzius. So Rishim Barichai said that, that there's, there's a lot of the love of Sadiqim, but then it narrows, the, you know, the group narrows down in Sadiqim, in Sadiqim Gufa. And that's what he says. He says, Achamayla Sadiq Gomor, Hu Shaomar Rishim Barichai, Raisi B'nai Aliyah Vehim Mu'atim. They're Mu'at, they're very few. That level of Sadiq. That there is no raw, any, anything raw was nafach totally transformed to good. Or like David Amalek said, right? The Libi Chalal Bekirbi. There's no Yitzhar, nothing. It's gone. That's Mu'atin, that's very few. And now the Al-Tarebbe analyzes what did Rabbi Shirin Barachai call those people? B'nai Aliyah. Why are they called B'nai Aliyah? I saw men of Aliyah, higher men. Why, why did he call, why is the term for Atzad Gomer B'nai Aliyah? So the Al-Tarebbe explains. They're b'nei aliyah because whatever person was born with with an animal soul, person born in Sahara, they were able to mahapach transform that and bring it up to kedusha. Like he's written in the zayar and the hakdama in the preface in the introduction. It's an amazing story in the zayar. It says Rabchia. Rabchia was a tremendous sadik. First, one of the Tanoim, one of the Brises. And Rabchia, the Gemara says unbelievable things about Rabchia with Davin, Rabchia and his sons. Right? The whole Gemara, Rabchia Davin together with the sons. So then um, at every point of Davin, whatever they asked for happened. It came to say Mechaya Mason, so it became windy. It stopped, they, they had to stop Davin because Hashem wasn't time for Tchiyas Mason. So Rabchia is a big sadik. Yet it says when Rabchia wanted to ascend to the Madriga, Lamaila, of Rabshim Bar Yichai, they stopped him. And they said, Here I'm reading, 
Kirisa, two lines from the bottom. Kirisa bezeir bakdama shekshiratzi rebchia lalis lehechol rebshim ben yichoi. Rebchia wanted to ascend to the hechol, the chamber of shim barichoi. Shoma kola nothig veomar. He heard a voice that came out and said, Man minchoin, who amongst you dichashoicha mahapchem lenaira? That darkness have transformed to light. I'm turning the page to 30. The timing miriru lemiska. And have changed the taste of bitterness to sweet. Ad loy yesun hocha v'chulu. Before you do that, you can't come here. Before you've totally transformed darkness to light and transformed the bitter to sweet, you have no business, even if you're up here, coming to the heichel, to the chamber in heaven of Rav Shem Bar Because he, re- he represented that state of perfection um, in total isabcha, total transformation of dark to light. So he didn't have too many visitors. <laughs> See, on the one hand, he didn't. On the other hand, on the other hand, he has more visitors than anyone else. That's the greatness of Shem Barichai. That his caver, his gravesite, is the is the place that attracts more gidden than the gravesite of any other tzaddik. Period, in the whole world, right? So the greatest of tzaddikim, the one who's seemingly most removed, the most distant, most exalted, is the one who, on the one hand, even Rabchia doesn't make it there, so to speak. And then he attracts all of Klal Yisrael. I, many times I said the story, um, as you know, again, I'm, I'm on the way to Yisrael shortly, and I, I try to go to Rosh Hashim once a week when I'm there. Um, on Fridays usually. So um, one time I'm there on a Friday afternoon, and uh, I see a guy, ponytail, you know, obviously not a regular from guy. I say, Did you put on Tzilin? No, he didn't. He put on Tzilin. Okay. I ask where do you live? So he tells me, I think it's Chadera which is probably an hour and a half drive away. So I, I was wondering, what, what's he doing? So I asked him, like, uh, you know, Simcha, you know, what, what, what brings you here? He says, I'll tell you, he says, he says, he says, he says, Kanti he says, I woke up in the morning, Vihirgashti, and he said, I woke up in the morning, had this feeling, I have to go visit Rav Shimon. So he says, I went to work, I did my thing, or whatever, and now I, I tell you, I got in my car, and I came here, I'll be here for a half hour, I'll see some tillum, I'll go home. Person's not from. It's definitely I put on film with him. He wasn't. He didn't put on film. But you had you have the, the the tzaddikim gemurim, the ultimate tzaddikim. On the one hand, so much higher, so removed. On the other hand, such a kesher to Klal Yisrael, to the to the pasha to Eden, to the to the to the neshama, to that degree. <laughs> he thought that's what he told him. He woke up in the morning. He thought he had to go visit Roshim. And he came to Miron. It's It's not a mice. I read so much. The person I met. How far away is Miron from Tzfat? Ten minute drive, with bus four minutes. You know, the way they the way they drive, I'm kidding. It's ten minutes. Let's just finish up over here. Sure. A, um, a few more lines, which we're not going to learn the brackets at the end of the parak, but this will finish up the parak until there. One more shot. Why are tzaddikim gemurim called bnei aliyah? So the first shot of bnei aliyah because they're myla. They elevate the ra. They elevate the bed. The second reason why the ultimate tzaddik is called Bnei Aliyah In other words, most people, good people, fine people who do our greatest Hashem, we learn Torah, we do mitzvahs, what do we do it for? Because we want to connect Hashem, we want to get closer to Hashem. We want to have the, the schar that comes with Torah Mitzvahs, or the devotion, the connection. 
the ultimate tzaddik doesn't do mitzvahs in order to connect to Hashem or in order to get the schar, but only in order so that Hashem's kavanah should be fulfilled. When one truly loves someone, then my only, what I do, what they want, is so that their desire should be fulfilled. Not for my gratification, physical or spiritual, but only that their kavanah. And that's the other pshat in B'nai Aliyah. Their whole avodah is l'tzayrech elyin. Hashem created a world. Hashem B'nai has a golden yeah. creation. Hashem is looking for a dira b'tachtoinim. Hashem wants this world to be transformed. Hashem wants people, Yidin, to come tachas kanti ashkina. The Tzadik Gomer has only one thought in his mind. What does Hashem want from me? And that's why I'm doing it. I, I'll also get closer to Hashem. I'll also get a ganeid and I'll have a... Okay. That's not... That, that has nothing to do with their, with their avodah. And that's the second reason why they're called B'nai Aliyah. As he says, that the that, Ravayda became a term, it's for the highest reasons, only for Hashem's purposes. Not that they should connect to quench the thirst of their soul, the thirst for Hashem. As the Pasik says, all who are thirsty go to water. And elsewhere it's explained that when we serve Hashem, it's like our soul is thirsty and we're doing mitzvahs. That's the water for our soul. So that's a wonderful reason to do mitzvahs, to learn Torah, to connect to Hashem. And it works, it's fine. But that's not the way the Sadi Gomu. He says, rather, it's written in the Zayar. Tikkunim is a part, part of the Zayar. Ezehu Chassid, who is the true Chassid, the true pious one? The Zayar says, Hamischasid in Koinoi. Chassid comes from the word Chassid. His whole Avoida is a Chassid for Hashem. I'm not doing it for myself. It's for Hashem. Hashem wants this. Hashem wants these mitzvahs. Hashem wants this story. That's why I'm doing it. In Koinoi, which means his creator, or in Kan Delay, his, his uh, nest, the place where he comes from. Like we say before mitzvahs, that when we do a mitzvah, we're creating a yichud, the holy union of Hashem and His shechina down here. Parsha Seitzay is written in the Rai Nehemna, again a part of the Zayah. Like a son who's trying to do something for his father and mother. He loves them more than he loves his own neshama and his own spirit. He'll give himself to die for them. In order to help them, in order to save them, as explained elsewhere. And that's the Emes HaVoyed of That he's not thinking for himself, even for his Ruchni himself, only for Hashem. And that's the two pshat in, in B'nai So what we learned over here in this Perik is, Firstly, the difference between the Tzadik Gomer and the Tzadik Shaini Gomer. Um, the Tzadik Gomer is in a state of such total transformation of the Ra that there's nothing left whatsoever. To the contrary, there's only sinna, there's hatred and disgust, anything that's negative, versus the Tzadik Shaini Gomer. We learned about the fact that the Tzadik Shaini Gomer is a lot of different types of levels. He brought the Gemara that said 18,000 Tzadik Shaini Gomer. And the Tzadik Gomer, like Rav Shem Bar Yechai, is in that state of perfect union. Um, and he talked about that Rishim Baruchah calls them Bnei Aliyah, the two Pirushim of Bnei Aliyah, that they're Maila, um, that they've totally elevated anything negative within them to Hashem. And secondly, that they're Avodas L'Tzayrach Elyim for the sake of the kavod, fulfillment of Hashem's Kavona, L'Shem Yichud Kuzhibrich Hashem.
That's the Teichen of Perik Yud, the Perik of Sadat of Tani.